0: Hello again, friends. This is the Cover the Weekend podcast. I am Tommy Lorenzo. You can find me on Twitter at SportsbookTom. Very fun sports betting weekend on tap as uh, the NFL playoff races are starting to heat up. Some interesting matchups in the NFL this week. Got a couple to share with you that uh, I'll be betting on. Also, college football, bowl games keep rolling along with all the monkey wrenches (laughs) that are thrown in. Uh, betting on uh, these uh, college football bowl games and again I mentioned college hoops as well college hoops is starting to get good conference plays about to start for uh, a lot of the uh, conferences there's some tournaments going on right now with some late night games too to keep us uh, entertained into the late evening some Hawaii games so a lot of good stuff going on at the moment I have uh, just returned from a couple day trip to uh, Las Vegas fun as ever the sports books were very lively uh, people been in bowl games and NFL. Got to see a couple of new sports books in town for those of you that have uh, interest in Vegas. The Fountain Blue, which is actually a short walk from the Westgate Superbook, so that was kind of interesting for me anyway. <laughs> the uh, that nice sports book. It reminds me of a smaller size Bellagio sports book. The usual though with these new fancier sports books. A lot of reserved tables. Uh, very little areas for. Uh, the common folk, I guess, uh, that just wants to, uh, that just want to sit down and, you know, bet bet some money on a game and relax. A lot of uh, reserved areas, kind of loungy. Very nice though. Also, way off strip the Durango Durango Station. Um, very nice place. If you're in Vegas and have a chance to to head out there, I would definitely uh, take some time to do so. Very nice casino. Great food court there. When I say food court too, we're not talking about Sabaro and Panda Express, nothing wrong with those, but you have very uh, elevated food choices there. So if you go check out uh, their sports book and um, take in some games, uh, you have some pretty good food options there. Sportsbook's pretty nice, uh, very nice screens, open, uh, pretty cool. Uh, I spend most of my time, as I usually do, over at the Westgate Superbook, never disappoints, uh, but a fun weekend in uh, Vegas for sure. But enough about Vegas, we got to get to the picks here. We're gonna start off on Saturday, 12:30 p.m. Pacific, Albertson Stadium, which is Boise State Stadium, uh, in Boise, Idaho, Georgia State versus Utah State. Utah State minus two and a half, the total sitting at 59 and a half. This total opened up at 63.5 and and came plunging down several points. It settled in at 59 and a half, hasn't moved much over the last couple days. 89% 89% of the money has come in on the under. So I think you all know where I'm headed with this one. Uh, the line move looks like a reaction to Georgia State being without its leading rusher, uh, Marcus Carroll. He was good for 13 TDs, very good running back. Their best receiver is also out, and several starting offensive linemen are also going to be taking uh, this bowl game off for Georgia State. Not good for them, um, this offense, anyway, Georgia State's offense, but. This is a Utah State defense that will be lining up against them on Saturday. Um, and this Utah State defense allowed over 40 points in their last five games, over the last five games of the regular season. That includes games versus Nevada and San Diego State, who aren't offensive juggernauts by any means. The total has clicked under 60 now. It's at 59.5, as I mentioned. And that's that's a good spot for me, getting under the sixty. And uh, I'm going to go over in this game. I think, regardless of Georgia State missing some offensive key offensive players, I think it's they're still going to be fine against this Utah State defense. Um, so I, I see this uh, game going over. Utah State's offense is also missing a few, but it's just this Utah State defense isn't very good. And I think the key to this game is Georgia State's actually going to still be able to score, even though they're missing all those guys. So uh, over 59 and a half for this uh, for this game between Georgia State. And Utah State on Saturday. We stay uh, on Saturday for another bowl game. A little later in the day, 7.30 Pacific. Uh, 10.30 Pacific for you uh, guys on the East Coast, guys and gals on the East Coast. The Easy Post Hawaiian Bowl will be played in Honolulu, Hawaii. Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State. The Spartans are 9.5-point favorites. Actually, we're 9.5-point favorites. They, they click down Westgate Superbook. Has San Jose State now as eight-and-a-half-point favorites. So this line is moving in a different direction than what I'm liking uh, in terms of the team I'm liking. So, you know, you got Coastal Carolina getting some some steam. Um, funny note on Coastal Carolina, I don't know if any of you saw it on, on Twitter or other media outlets, their head coach posed shirtless with the Coastal Carolina dance team there on Waikiki Beach or something, and a lot of people made a big stink about it. Um I I thought I mean I don't know I'll I'll you, you can you can see for yourself and give your opinion on it. Some people thought it was offensive. Uh, some people thought it was fine. He's just you know the head coaches are in Hawaii having a good time with the um Coastal Carolina students. But anyway, um I don't think that's going to make a difference in this game in terms of um Coastal Carolina being focused even though their coaches out maybe doing silly things in the eyes of some. But anyway, San Jose State uh, has already made this trip to Hawaii this season. They took care of, the, of Hawaii, U of H, uh, 35 to nothing. So there's some familiar familiarity, at least, um, that San Jose State has with the tropical surroundings and making the trip to Hawaii this year. Coastal Carolina, as you know, coming from the East Coast, it's a pretty long trip um, and a, a big time difference in terms of, you know, six-hour difference on your internal clock. Um, don't know if that'll make a lot of difference. I, I'm just seeing more um, upside here to San Jose State. Their quarterback, Corderos, from Hawaii. And uh, he was a backup, actually, to uh, Tuya Vallagaloa. I'm sorry, I never pronounced Tua's name right <laughs> in high school there in Hawaii until his senior year, where he took over. So he gets to play at home again. And I think he'll be plenty motivated um, to play well in this bowl game. Speaking of quarterbacks, Coastal Carolina starting QB, Grayson McCall. He's a three-time Sunbelt all-conference player. Uh, Went to the transfer portal. Uh, It was questionable if he's going to play in this game up to about seven to ten days ago. But he is in the transfer portal. And they'll be going, the Chanticleers anyway, will be going with redshirt freshman Ethan Vasco. He got a few starts for Coastal this season, so he has been in some games. uh, But he's certainly not as good as the aforementioned uh, McCall. Um, he's going to be going to North Carolina State. That's where he's transferring to. Uh, San Jose State has something to prove, I think, in this game. Uh, They were snubbed by the computer and left out of the Mountain West Conference Championship that Boise State won over UNLV pretty easily. Um, Mountain West has been a little shaky in bowl games this year, but I expect a strong performance and a cover from the Spartans on Saturday night. Um, Like I mentioned, Westgate is down to 8.5. There's a lot of nines out there as well. I think South Point and Stations Casinos in Vegas clicked down to nine. But we'll go with the eight and a half number. That's the one that's out there. It's the best number out there, and we'll go with that. With San Jose State minus eight and a half in Hawaii on Saturday. All All right, let's get the NFL slate going with our suspicious line of the week before we get into the picks. Why not start out with Suspicious lines? Yes, when the point spread looks fishy, it usually is. And this week, I'm looking at you, Seattle Seahawks. Yes, the Seahawks, who had two losses to the 49ers and a narrow loss at Dallas over their prior three games before the upset on Monday Night Football uh, over the Eagles. Now, uh, they're in the playoff hunt with full motivation and momentum as they head to Nashville and uh, hope to take care of business versus a Tennessee team. That is pretty much out of playoff contention. I think they're they're mathematically eliminated, um, and uh, they have a hurt starting quarterback and QB Will Levis, who uh, you know is inconsistent. But you know if he's in there, you've you've got a puncher's chance just because of his arm and the the home run uh, passes that he uh, he can make sometimes. Ryan Tannehill may play in this game. It's it's a big unknown with Tennessee. Derrick Henry underperforming, uh, hasn't been running the ball very well at all behind that offensive line. And all that that I just mentioned, the public is thinking the exact same thing. 87% of the point spread money is coming in on Seattle here. Uh, Seahawks to win straight up is at minus 162. And this money line is getting 92% of the public money. So be careful in this game uh, if you intend to take the Seahawks. Yes, they are the better team. And they look better here on paper, but this is this is a tad suspicious in my book. So be be careful with with that number on the Seahawks, uh, especially if you're going money line. Ninety two percent of the money is on the money line here. So there's probably some money line parlays tied in to the Seahawks that Vegas is just waiting to uh, blow up if they lose. So be careful with that one. All right, going on to the selections now. Big game on Monday, Christmas night, five fifteen Pacific time. Uh, From Santa Clara, 49ers will be hosting the Baltimore Ravens. The Niners are five and a half point favorites. It settled in at five and a half, so it's not near a a key number. Um, I don't think it'll get to a key number. It was at five, five and a half. I don't think this will get to six. Over the last uh, three games, the 49ers defense is 24th in yards per play allowed. Uh, That's in the entire NFL. That's a little bit of a cause uh, for concern, in my opinion, um, make no mistake the Niners defense is strong great offense as well but there's some chinks in the armors, armor to that defense which I think they'll fix but I don't know if the fix is receiving um, a Ravens team that can uh, turn it on offensively especially on the road they've done they've done a pretty decent job on the road uh, the Ravens have um, and speaking of on the road the Ravens they're good for a six and one straight up record away from Baltimore Now, giving up 30 points to the Rams two weeks back I think was a wake-up call for the Ravens' defense, and we saw how disruptive they can be. Um, Last week against Jacksonville, they showed they bounced back pretty well, fixed some problems um, there against Jacksonville, and their defense played uh, about as good as it could uh, against the uh, Jags. Granted, uh, the 49ers are not the Jaguars. They're Super Bowl favorites uh, for good reason. The Niners are. This is the best defense that Brock Purdy and the, the Niners um, has, have seen in many weeks. And they'll also have to deal with the most mobile quarterback they've seen all year. Uh, this game should be close, and the public is loading up on the 49ers here. I'll gladly take the 5.5 with the battle-tested Ravens. Lamar Jackson can make some silly mistakes sometimes. I think if he does make a mistake, it may cost him a victory, but not necessarily the spread. I think this game will be close enough. Um, where taking the five and a half is uh, is wise. So Ravens plus five and a half on Christmas night. Another game I'm looking at in the NFL, which will also be a, a podcast play, is the Houston Texans plus three. There's some two and a halves out there, but there's enough threes. We'll take Texans plus three. No CJ Stroud. He's likely out again with his concussion. Pretty interesting too. He's um he's favored to win rookie of the year, and he should be. But what happens? If uh, he misses this game and for some reason the the concussion issues continue and and he doesn't play the rest of the year, I'm I'm kind of interested to see how the rookie of the year number plays out with CJ Stroud. You got a rookie over and and rookie receiver over for the Rams, Nakua, who's pretty darn good and his number's good right now too for rookie of the year. But we'll see how that plays out. But going back to this game, It'll be Case Keenum at quarterback for Houston. You know, I liked how the Texans uh, played against Tennessee. It wasn't a pretty game for them, but they showed a lot of grit and and pulled out a victory uh, on the road last week. So at home, I think they play well again. They put a a good effort in this week against the Browns. Uh, The Browns' defense is good, but away from Cleveland, not as good. So I think Houston will be able to... Do enough here to keep this game close and and cover this game. Maybe win outright, I don't know. The Joe Flacco hype is understandable. But you know with the NFL, it it takes a few weeks for the adjustments to be made. And Houston's well-coached, so I think they'll be ready for whatever Joe Flacco's got. I I like Houston here, uh, plus three uh, Texans. All right, college hoops. As I've mentioned prior in the podcast, I'll try my best to take a look at a national game or a you know a big televised game when I'm trying to cover the weekend here before lines are out uh, but it is Friday so there's a Friday game I'll discuss you can of course find college hoops hoops plays that I post on Twitter almost on a daily basis like I mentioned before the you know several times a week right now nice little 4-0 run on Twitter had over on the UMass game last night a few other winners during the week so nice little four game run we'll see if uh, we can uh, keep it up and um, like the messages on Twitter as well. A lot of people with the feedback that they were on the plays, and that's a good thing. I always love to see that, and I love the feedback too. And if we're making you money, if I'm making you money, all the better. Remember, it's us versus the sports book, not us against each other. <clears throat> all right, Friday, excuse me, 6 p.m. Pacific, Fox Sports 1 TV game, Friday night. Number 13 Illinois visits Missouri. The Illini is currently pinned as a six and a half point favorite. Uh, I think Illinois is a little fugazi here. A lot of people like them. I'm still on the fence as to how good they are. They are ranked 13. They are a good team. But are they a top 15 team, top 20 team? Time will tell. I think this will be a good test for them. Illinois have only had two true road games all season. And although this is considered a neutral court, this game is in Missouri. Um, Just under three hours from Illinois, from Champaign, where where Illinois' campus is uh, Campuses, So they may get some fans for this game, I don't know. But it's more of a home game for Missouri, of course. Uh, the Illinois offense can go, but they turn the ball over a bit too much for my taste. I think they get sloppy sometimes. Their offense can crank, but I, I've seen instances where um, they get a little sloppy with the ball, a little turnover prone. And I'm never enamored with uh, favorites uh, on the road. Technically here, I still say they're on the road that don't protect the ball in college hoops I think it's important to have good guard play and not turn the ball over especially when you're playing away from home especially when you're laying over six points and we have that situation here what I like about Missouri too is they can shoot free throws which you know when it comes down to covering the point spread is critical Um, they're one of the best free throw shooting teams in the nation on the flip side of that Illinois does not foul much but I think some of that maybe has to do with the fact that they haven't played on the road a lot. Maybe some home cooking with the refs, with Illinois, with all their home games. So if, if they do get a little uh, f- uh, foul prone in this game, I th- think Missouri takes advantage of it with the free throws uh, as well. Six and a half is a good number here uh, for Mizzou. I'll take Missouri plus six and a half, 6 p.m. Friday night. That'll be on Fox Sports 1. I took a look at the Saturday card. It's an abbreviated card for college basketball on Saturday. Some good games. You have Arizona versus FAU, which I'll be watching. Uh, two very good teams. But in terms of the, of a point spread position on Saturday, really couldn't extract anything that got my juices flowing. So not forcing that. We're just going to leave Saturday for uh, football. Anyhow, that's it, everybody. We'll be back next week with our end-of-the-year uh, podcast. Not that it's going to be anything crazy, but maybe some uh, – Maybe a list of things I'd like to see in sports betting in 2024. Again, thanks for the interaction on Twitter, all the feedback, the direct messages. Love interacting with you guys. Uh, Hope you're all winning money during this bowl season. NFL playoffs are near, and college hoops is heating up as well. And let's not forget, for me anyway, uh, what I feel my specialty is, is Major League Baseball. As we turn the calendar into 2024, all the uh, season-long props will be out player props. I'm already digging into those. It's one of my favorite things to do, especially over the holidays during uh, when there's some downtime, start looking ahead at those MLB futures. I already have a couple of – oh, I'll give you one now. How's that? Uh, Bobby Witt of the Royals for MVP. Now that Shohei's out of the American League, uh, I think the AL MVP, everyone's going to look to Aaron Judge and a couple other guys, Alvarez from from the Astros maybe. But uh, Bobby Witt is on an upward trajectory, just outstanding numbers, fantastic player, five-tool type of player. Uh, he can be found at over 30-1 to 1 to win the MVP at Caesars. Uh, the odds vary at a few other places that, that are offering that right now. So little nugget there. Bobby Witt, MVP, might be worth throwing a little bit of beer or pizza money on him at, at very big odds for AL MVP. Anyhow, that's it, everyone. Uh, I hope all your bets are winning ones this weekend. And uh, take care, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks, everyone.